A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm going to be answering a Perform Happy member question about how to stop a confidence backslide in action. When your athlete has been getting better and better, you see the confidence rising and then they have a really bad day. How to not make it a big deal and what to do so that you can just glide right through it. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and today I'm going to be answering a perform happy member question. So I'll give you a synopsis of her question. She's a gymnastics mom. Daughter is working level six, level seven. And she reached out to me basically saying, help, my daughter was making really good progress through her mental blocks. And then she had a setback. How do we not make it a big deal? Okay. So a little more context. Her daughter went into gymnastics practice and had a fall on a tumbling pass. It had been a source of fear in the past, but she had been doing really well. So she falls. And then also she had a bad day on bars. It was just one of those days where as a parent, you're like, Oh no, no, we were doing so well. Like this, ah, you start to like, your heart starts to break because you're so triggered and you're like, oh no, this is how this whole thing started where she was afraid and we're starting to really make good progress. And then this happens like, oh, things we ain't got time for in meat season. So a plus mom for like immediately reaching out and being like, I need help. What do I do? How do I help my daughter? And this is exactly what we teach is that backslides happen in a second. And if you don't nip it in the bud, you go down, 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 down. And then it's like, oh, has it been three years? You know, has it been six months? Like when's the last time she did this skill? So yes, good mom to be like, I need help. I don't know what to do. And this even, you know, this is a parent who has been through it and knows, you know, knows a lot of the ins and outs, but that's the thing to do is when you feel like that first domino has fallen, that's when you ask for help. So here we go. The first thing we do is look for clues. And mom did this in the email. It was like, I was like, yes, yes, yes. She's sort of writing out like the clues that she's noticing. So that is step one. If you have a bad day, whether you're the athlete or the parent, you find clues. And really this is the athlete's job to do is, and so mom's like, well, the coaches have been planting doubt in her. She's been overcoming injury. And then the coaches are blaming the in or blaming her fear instead of the injury when it was legitimately that like, no, I actually can't tumble because it hurts. And then she's already like trying to get the coach's approval. The coaches are kind of doubting her. 
There's pressure to get to level seven after the injury setback and the fear setback. So mom's sort of, you know, inventorying like, okay, there, there's a lot going on here. And it makes sense that she would have tensed up on this one tumbling pass. So from that point, whether you're the athlete or the parent, you can go, yeah, makes sense that I would have a moment or that my confidence would dip. And I think, you know, a lot of us perform happy moms. We know confidence dips and it rises and it dips and it rises. And it's not like the curtain falls and it's done and you've lost all hope and the block is back. It's more like you just confidence ebbs and flows. So what mom did, which I think was excellent, was she reminded her, everyone has bad days. Maybe you back it up a few steps and rebuild confidence. So yes, that's exactly the right thing to do. So yes, another pat on the back, exactly the right thing to do. And then the only other thing that I will add that I know you know, is that mom is your whole job as a sport parent. And this can be very hard for some of us very involved people is that mom is the soft place to land. Mom is not the person who's like, okay, go get that next progression. Did you make it? How about this? Let's set a goal together. That's not mom's job. That is my job. (laughs) That is the other coaches in the Perform Happy community. That's what we do. That's what we do in the group chat. We hold each other accountable. Mom's job is to be neutral and to remind through action and feeling and energy that no matter what happens, there is unconditional love unconditional pride, unconditional willingness to support, you know, not being like, do you want to just quit? We should just quit. Now, I'm not saying this to this particular mom. I'm just saying, you know, spirit parents in general, they're like, why do we even put ourselves through this? This is so hard. We should just quit. Nope. That's not for you to do either. You are the hug and the snuggle and the cozy blanket and the buddy, you're working your butt off and I know you're going to get through this. I believe in you. And I'm so proud of your hard work and how far you've come. And look at this. You had a bad day and you're not even like, this is so much better than all those bad days in the past. I'm so proud of you. So that's what we do is we praise effort and progress. And we're the soft place to land who has no agenda. You don't need her to be any certain level to love her. You don't need her to have any certain skills to love her. You don't need her to even like be happy or nice to love her. You just love her. And that's, that is your job. And that being that nice, safe place to land can allow her to just have a little extra capacity for discomfort in practice. So if there's any feeling like I have to impress my mom or, oh gosh, my mom's going to be so disappointed in me, then that's adding another layer of discomfort that they're not going to be able to tackle in practice. So if you're just comfy, cozy, wonderful, everything's cool, mom, even if you have to bite your tongue and fake it, That's what they need. Okay. So that's the best thing you can do to help her keep her confidence up is to remind her that the outcome is not what matters because that outcome focus is what we are slowly dismantling in the perform happy community. We are slowly taking the focus off the outcome through repetition, through specific guidance so that they can be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm lovable. I'm wonderful. My sport does not define me. Now let's go be awesome from that place instead of like, I will only be happy when I get my skills. So if you make her feel like you'll only be happy when she gets her skills, or she can only be happy when she gets her skills, whether you're doing that on purpose or not, then you're creating, you know, that like plummet downward. So very smart to nip it in the bud right away. Now here's what to do. Find your clues, learn from a bad day. Bad days are my favorite. When I'm working with athletes, I'm like, Ooh, bad day. 
These are the ones where we find out the very most about you. We figure out exactly what not to do. We figure out what doesn't work. We figure out what's the focus that you do not need to have. Those bad days are ripe with wisdom. So I'm like, yes, 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 good. We're going to take that and we're going to help you to just make that backslide shorter and shorter and shorter because we have more and more information every time it happens. So then it's less and less stressful and less of a big deal every time. So figure out what sets you up for a good day. What sets you up for a bad day? Focus on setting yourself up for success then once you figure out those clues. And then figure out what builds your confidence. So look back at those you know months that the confidence has been building and do that. (laughs) Keep doing that. Do exactly what's been working. And then one thing that I love to do with coaches who are particularly, I'm going to say distracting, they distract from confidence. They put these things in your head like, oh, you're going to break your neck if you do it like that. It's like, oh, coaches, no, no, don't say that. It's not funny. And it like lands in a way that lasts. We're unwiring those things in your athlete's brains. So just don't say it. And then it saves us the trouble and it saves the kid the trouble. But if your coach says something like, oh, you're not ready or, oh, you're just faking it or, oh, you're just afraid or maybe you don't even want to be level seven or whatever coaches say, I've been the rude coach without trying to be. I was like, oh, I'm just sarcastic. I'm just funny. Yeah, but it's hurtful. So coaches, if you're listening, just watch your words. They're very powerful. Athletes, those words do not have to stop you. Okay. Now I wanted, I want to suggest to this family in particular, go into the mindset challenge. This one is one of the first challenges in the perform happy challenges mindset challenge day five. There's an exercise called the good coach. And what this does is it creates this dichotomy between the good coach and the bad coach or the helpful coach and the not so helpful coach. We don't have to say good and bad. And you figure out what do you need? What's the best coach for you? Now, whether this even exists, this could be a purple unicorn who sings songs all day and gives you nothing but hugs and compliments. Or it could be someone who rides you and believes in you and is tough on you. Only you know what coach is going to be best for you, but you get to design that coach and you get to use that coach's language in your head whenever you're hearing the bad coach or whenever you're hearing the not so helpful coach talking. So I would strongly encourage you to check out the Mindset Challenge Day 5 for those of you who are Perform Happy members. Okay, now, and then you get to use your coach's negativity as your reminder to not go there. You already are ready. You're like, okay, here's what the coach is gonna say because it's what they say. I'm not gonna take it personally and I'm gonna remember what the good coach says. That's one suggestion is that you let that big distraction be your biggest refocusing reminder. Like, oh yeah, get extra positive. Yep, get extra positive. Okay, fill my own confidence piggy bank because he's not doing it right now. And that way you are no longer affected by somebody else's sarcasm or mood or lack of belief in you because here's the thing, they don't have to believe in you. You just have to. So you can believe in yourself even if nobody around you does. And that is when you will be the most amazing is when you can completely not be affected by other people's opinions of you. And that goes way beyond sport. Okay. So here is the ideal response to a bad day. You know, the athletes who've been with me a while and they know the system, they know how to rebuild their confidence. Here's what, if I could design a little puppet, little perform happy athlete puppet, here's what they would do. They would journal. They would find clues. What did I learn? What did not set me up for success? Got it. Make this change. Next day, they show up curious. They don't show up going, oh gosh, it's going to be bad. They also don't go, it's going to be really good. It better be good because yesterday was bad. 
Nope. They go in and they have a clean slate and they go, I don't know how today's going to go, but I'm curious. Let's go find out. Clean slate, no expectations. And those of you who have done the challenges know that self-trust, that's the thing we're really aiming for, requires a lack of expectations. So if you are expecting to be at a certain point by a certain time or a certain level or a certain anything, if you have any expectations, it's going to create the tension that makes your skills a little funky, which gets us down this rabbit hole to begin with. So you go in curious, you're not assuming anything. You're just showing up going like, huh, what's today going to bring? Okay. Then you front load confidence. So that means you add the mats, you add the spots, you start on something too easy because that's going to get the feeling in your body. And it's also going to get you moving into success. So you go do an easier tumbling pass and you're like, yep, that felt really good. That felt easy. That's what I want because you're, you're going embraced for like, this is going to be so hard. Well, no, do something easy, do it a few times then inch into the harder thing. And then you maybe end that workout on the original skill if you feel ready, because it's a lot more important to just be successful, successful, successful than to rush back because of expectations. I'm like wiggling my finger around a lot because I really mean this. (laughs) Front load confidence, take it slow. Don't rush, let go of the expectations. I know that's a lot, but that's why we do a lot of repetition with this. And just remember that taking a step back is not getting off the path towards success. It is the path towards success. Okay, again, taking a step back is not getting off the path. It is the path. You have to be able to have that humility and go, ah, okay, I need to step back and rebuild. And don't make it a thing. That's one of our little catchphrases, my, my, one of my, um, my group that I lead on Wednesday nights. We're always like, don't make it a thing. You fell. Okay, you good? <laughs> don't make it a thing. And we're not discounting that it happened, but we're also going, this does not have to be a big deal. Learn, front load confidence, communicate with your coach. It literally does not have to be a big deal at all. And if it's a huge deal when you're 12, and then it's a smaller deal when you're 13, and it's an even smaller deal when you're 14, and Every year you stick with it and you deal with those mental blocks and you bust through. It's just a smaller and smaller deal until you're like, oh yeah, hey, fair. I know what to do with you. So, and I know that this athlete in particular can do this. So hopefully that helps. For those of you who are not currently members, we are not opening our doors, but we will be soon, the end of this month. So get on the waiting list at performhappy.com if it's something you've been considering that you will be the first to know. And I will see you around soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.